This episode is sponsored by Cards Against Humanity. They asked us not to read an ad. Enjoy! It is the Chicagoverse podcast on the Dynasty Podcast Network, featuring interviews with Chicago's premier artists and industry and creatives and culture leaders. Hosted by Haima Black. Welcome to Chicago. Hi. Hi. <laughs> so, Dynasty Podcast broadcasting live from Virgin Hotels. Uh, sitting here with Sierra McKissick from AMFM. How are you doing? I'm doing good. It's been a, a whirlwind of days. I felt like uh, I'm sleepy, but I'm good. Thank you for coming up tonight. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Yeah. yeah. So you're doing really exciting work in kind of like the DIY spaces in Chicago and the online spaces in Chicago. And uh, and I'm glad we got to talk about that because you and I, like, we've crossed paths before. Like, we actually ran into each other outside my apartment a few yeah, weeks back. And you were like, the street in Pilsen. And, yeah. And you were like, I'm doing stuff. And I was like, let's get you on the podcast. <laughs> awesome. And now we've brought it to fruition. So I'm yeah. stoked about it. Thank you for, for yeah. like, making it happen. I awesome. appreciate it. Awesome. Awesome. So we're going to talk about the really cool work you're doing with AMFM. We're going to talk about, like, what that is, what it means, like, how you're doing it. But we always kind of start with the origin story. Like, how did you first get involved with kind of, like, the creative arts, you know, in Chicago or on your end? Yeah, definitely. This is my third year, coming up on my third year in Chicago right now. And I'm from Milwaukee originally. Okay. And uh, when I came here, I came here with a purpose. I've been doing AMFM since college. It was actually my senior kind of independent study project. I designed the website and it started off as a magazine and has evolved into a lifestyle brand because we do so much more now. But I wanted to come. I started going to a lot of open mics, started going to a lot of art shows, just getting to know people, networking and trying to discover new talent. Talent and it was just, you know, yeah, beautiful, the beautiful whole thing. people, really dope work. Chicago is amazing. It's like my home now, like, of course, more so than my hometown, but that's yeah, wild. I mean, good. you came at a good time. Yeah. I'm sure you know that. It's Chicago's... a great time to be in Chicago. I always talk about this right now. Like, I don't know what led me here, but I just knew that I wanted to live in Chicago. It was close to home, and now I'm here, and I know definitely why I'm here. So, well, that was going to be my next question was like, what did bring you here? Like, had you visited Chicago prior, or did you just? Throw your suitcase in the car and be like, let's no, see what this is. No, no, I've been coming to Chicago because I'm from Milwaukee. It's like an hour and a half. It's so close. Away. I've been coming since I was a kid. Me and my mom would come shopping on like Michigan Avenue and stuff like that. Go on day trips and stuff. And right. I knew homies, like I've known Drea Smith, the Vibe Dealer, yeah. since high school and stuff like that. So From like the he yeah, say. Yeah, he say, she say days. Yeah. Like, I interviewed them back in the day. And before I moved to California, I was supposed to move to Chicago. She was trying to convince me to come down here. But I don't think it was the right time in my life. So I went off to California. I had a good time. And uh, went back home to Milwaukee, and some stuff happened. My grandma passed away, and I wanted to come to Chicago to kind of have a new slate, figure out where I wanted to go. And it was only supposed to be like a year that I stayed here, and now I'm on my that's third. How, that's so, how it gets <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, it's it sucks you in like the beauty and like the community and everything. So, so when you got here, like, did it feel like a welcoming? place did it click right away or was there you know some growing pains or what was that first impression like? yeah no I definitely came into Chicago with some connections and stuff like that like I'd known people but I don't have any family here I didn't have any like super super good friends or anything but I knew some folks and I had written for Gozamos in the past before um, doing some stuff in Milwaukee with them so I came down here had a tie with Kutora uh, and Pilsen, they're a partner of mine. I had my first art show at their gallery and stuff like that. So started off from the jump, just kind of getting into the scene and getting to know folks. And, you know, Chicago kind of is like, you know, people that you know and like clicks and stuff like that. But people kind of like welcomed me in with open arms. And Pilsen's a, like a good community too. It is. Pilsen's a great place to be doing this kind of stuff. There's a lot happening in Pilsen. There's a lot of people 
even you know every week activating new things yeah, in films. Yeah, second Fridays for sure. The second Fridays, the dojo, like mm-hmm. you know, on yeah. and on. I feel like every single week on Twitter, I see something else. It's like, oh, this is <laughs> happening in Twitter now yeah. too, or uh, in Pilsen yeah. now too. Yeah, yeah, and the dojo is like super, super good homies of mine. Their family, like I love mm. collaborating with people and stuff like that. I'm not the type of person who isn't about bringing people together. I love to do that, and like we can do some really beautiful things. So they're down the block. I was at the dojo last night. They had a crazy show. Joseph Chillums and Kaina's birthday, mm-hmm. and they came come to my shows, come to the opening, and it's like if you ever need help with anything, it's just like we're spreading resources and collaboration. And that's what's really big about Chicago right now too. Artists are working together, making music together, and I think it's it's super dope. So, so for you, like you launched when did you launch AMFM? Back in '09. So it's like wow. been like a, a labor of love for like most of like the time I've been doing it and it started off online I was doing different issues where it started off as a print magazine for the web so I designed the page to look like an actual magazine not the flippy kind of pages but I would do interviews and stuff with different people and I kind of evolved it and started doing events in Chicago and in Milwaukee and doing pop-ups in different spaces and creating this platform for different artists and linking them with other opportunities and other shows outside of AMFM so it's just kind of grown and blossomed and now we have our own space in Pilsen like a home base so and that's so cool i, yeah. I want to talk about the space in a second but like when you first started it like that preceded you moving in chicago correct yeah. so this was focusing not just on chicago but it was just kind of no, like your just, i mean we got the website and we do q a's with artists from all over the yeah. globe and stuff like that so you know i've interviewed some people from new york i've interviewed people from paris before and it's it used to stand for arts music fashion magazine mm-hmm. and um we dropped the magazine and now it's amfm life because it's kind of like a lifestyle like there's no separation in between me and amfm like I am AMFM. Right, it's the work just that you. I do is like, regardless of whether or not I am AMFM, I would be doing these things and like throwing these shows and supporting these artists and stuff. So, I mean, it's super dope to hear the Hood Internet. I've been listening to them, listening to Show You Suck, and like Air Credits was on repeat. Like, I know you guys oh, had the feature yeah. on, on Air Credits yeah, on the yeah. site. Yeah, that was like anthem stuff. So, super dope. <laughs> Something I think is interesting, and I was just talking to one of the guests about this a few weeks back. I think it was, uh, I, th- I want to say it was Cole Bennett with Lyrical Lemonade, but I might be wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was, it was one of the guests recently was talking about also launching a print magazine. And I've seen a few other guests over the last year, like kind of like younger, like maybe like 20-something college-age talents, yeah. like talk about launching magazines. And I said this before, I think it's very interesting that now magazines are kind of like this, this kind of like elite special thing. Like <laughs> magazines used to just, yeah. like 20 years ago, there were so many magazines. Yeah. Like you'd go to Tower Records and there were like rows and rows of magazines. And now it's like, a magazine is really like this kind of like statement effort. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of work. Like what went into you first deciding to launch a print magazine? Like what were some of the obstacles or advantages? Or like talk about that experience. Yeah. So it's actually a web-based magazine. I love, love print magazines definitely. And I was actually talking to a friend of mine today about doing a print issue of all the Q&As and stuff that we've yeah. done. Because so I like doing web stuff because you can take it with you wherever you go. Right. And you don't have the costs of it as well too. So, so much easier. But something that I love about print magazines is like you can feel it in your hands and you have control over like this beauty and everything with it. Um, not the commodification of it, this oversaturation of it as well. But what the web is really, really good about is I can like find out a really great song or find out something dope and like instantaneously like release it to the world and stuff like that. Right. You don't have that like lag yeah, time. Definitely. And I used to make magazines when I was a kid. That's kind of how I knew that I wanted to get into this field. I would like cut up little magazines and newspapers and make my own stuff and take it to school and give my friends quizzes and stuff like that. Like are you That's an so it- awesome. Yeah are you an it chick, different things like that and stuff. So yeah it's definitely been something that's always been on my radar. Yeah. 
what I've found is that a lot of people who are like successful in doing the things that they love, like oftentimes is that story of like, oh yeah, I was five and I was like, you know, already like trying to be a rapper, or, like whatever. It's like these yeah. these things that like at the time you're like, oh, that's cute. That kid thinks yeah. that they're on the radio, but like then you flash forward 15 years and like they're doing it. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So it started early for you. Yeah, definitely. I've always been a writer. I used to carry around a notebook with me wherever I went, always writing poetry or prose even and stuff and just been naturally inquisitive. I've always like wanted to pick people's brains and learn more about the work that they do. So like my interviews that I do with the Q&As on the site is they're not just like arbitrary questions. I do right. a lot of research about the person, read articles to try to delve a little bit deeper and find out what makes them want to create and what makes them want to do that work. Why are you inspired by this certain thing rather than like what's your inspiration and stuff like that? Right. Just like, oh, what does your name mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, like those terrible <laughs> yeah, entry so level questions. Definitely, definitely. And Absolutely. Yeah. So let's talk about the space. Yeah, Because sure. you have this AMFM space. Obviously, you've got the website that has all the features, mm-hmm. but you launched the space when? It was in 2016, was like, correct? No, it was just actually like two weeks ago, two weeks ago. Was it that yeah, recent? Yeah, that recent. We've been doing stuff out of Couture and Pilsen, but mm-hmm. we got pushed out of the space due to like landlady and like sure. rent issues and stuff. But I've been looking for a space for a minute and it came at the right time. I did a GoFundMe and like the people believed in the work so much that they kind of gifted me the space as well. So we just opened up two weeks ago, had a big grand opening party. We had 14 musicians perform and 14 artists, everybody who had some sort of pivotal influence on the work that I've done in Chicago. It was a big, huge thank you party for everybody, and it was pretty crazy. Well, something I noticed right away, even just online, is that it it looked like people were so ready to talk about it and so ready to embrace it. Like, it felt like, at least, again, from my end, looking at it online, like, it felt like there was an immediate response to it and that people really were positive about it. Did yeah, you feel like that no, on your end? No, I definitely did because people were hitting me up to book for shows before I'd even opened the space, before anybody had seen the space. I guess they just trusted me and like knew the type of work that I had done and like the community that I had built within the city with different artists and stuff. And people came out to support in full force, more so than I even thought. Like I kept seeing like numbers going up and people talking about it and sharing it. And we were like full to the brim, wall to wall like that night. App capacity had a line out the door on one of the coldest nights of Chicago. So How does that feel? I was kind of like, whoa, like I didn't know I was that love that's so sweet. Like it was it was a testament to the work that I've done here and like just being able to make those connections and stuff. And like everyone who would come, people that I didn't even know were there was like I tried to come, I couldn't get in, or I was there, like I was there. I was so, so, so humbling and um, really, really great. I was glad to be able to create that space because now like we're doing stuff and like not only for AMF and but other people are renting out the spot and being able to bring their idea stuff to fruition. So Well that you know I think something that's interesting about it is that, yeah, you can plug in other things that aren't just, like, specifically AMFM mm-hmm. branded. So, like, now that you have this space, like, what kind of... If somebody was going to come to you with a pitch of, like, doing an event, like, what are you looking for? What's a good pitch that's a good fit for your space? I'm looking for somebody who's trying to bring people together, stuff that's giving kind of marginalized communities an opportunity to be seen as well, something that is unique and definitely different. I uh, don't like to show like the same type of art. Like we've had maybe three shows since we've opened and it's only been two weeks and all of the art and stuff has been different. We had a magazine release. We are having a women's panel that's coming up where we're going to talk to women about feminism and across different spheres, intergenerational stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. We've got resident artists that are going to be working out of the space too. So offering that space for people to work on actual projects and things like that. So I'm taking all kinds of like requests and stuff like that. I get 
a lot of people wanting to just, you know, bring these things to life and stuff. And I read through all of them and try to, you know, take them in, do what I can. It seems like one of the kind of unifying themes that I'm hearing is that it's big on inclusion. Yeah. Like a lot of like inclusion, a lot of like activating your like community events that bring people together. Like you said, it's not just like, cool, let's throw a private thing for only X amount of people. It's like, it sounds like you really want to foster that connectivity. Yeah, I definitely do. A lot of people say when they come to my events, the vibes and the spaces that I create are very safe and they're very warm. It's always a good environment. And the things that are going on, I'd like to pair art and music together because I think that those things are the driving forces that are universal. Of course. And can definitely speak to people and, you know, cross cultures, cross ages and all that kind of stuff. I've had, like, older people at my events and I've had, like, little kids, like, chilling, passed out (laughs) on the ground, like, how are you sleeping at this music show right now? No, but yeah, definitely trying to bring people in and let them know that they're invited, you know, have a seat at the table, come and vibe out with us. So, so if somebody was listening to this, watching this, um, and they were thinking like, I want to do a show at AMFM, like how, what's the best way for them to pitch that? Like how, how do you want to be approached with that? Like, you know. What's the best way? Yeah, definitely shoot me an email. I've been getting like a lot of DMs and stuff like that. And I, I had to make a form at this point. I haven't like formally released anything. It's all been word of mouth and stuff. And we're actually booked for shows right now through March already. That's awesome. Yeah, like every weekend, if you're looking for something to do, come to AMFM on a Friday or Saturday. There's going to be something and there's going to be something different happening as well. But I've got a form. Shoot me an email. Um, it's AMFM mag at gmail.com and that's easy uh, yeah go to the website www.amfm-mag.com and just hit me up and i'm here to listen and try to work with you so well and i think and, and you're being i think humble with it but i think it's really great that you're really like opening the door to people for them to have a physical space to do these mm-hmm. kind of things because that's not something you just take for granted. That's not always available. To yeah, people. definitely not. And like even across like the different sphere, like the types of art that I show. So we have like performance art. We have a big installation that's happening, Glitter Beach that's happening that uh, Coochie mm-hmm. Fruit does. We've got like chefs and stuff that are coming in and cooking and sharing their food oh, with different awesome. people. Going to do like meditation classes, all kinds of stuff. Like just trying to have people come in and I want to like definitely get out there in my community because it's a new neighborhood for me too and now I'm a part of the first Friday's community whereas I was a part Mm -hmm. of the second Friday's community so just trying to like ingrain that and I've got the residency at the Chicago Art Department as well too so I'm kind of like all over Pilsen doing different kinds of stuff so well you know what's cool about this too is that you're you're building all of this and activating it during well what in theory is winter yeah but like (laughs) once it well, it's, well, it's yesterday warm. Yesterday it was like 60 degrees. Yesterday it was 60. <laughs> but once it's like actually warm, mm-hmm. all this is going to be like going. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. then you can just like activate all this yeah. and like really hit, you know, the kind of maximum with it. Yeah, I'm super excited for summer especially. I've been loving uh, part of what we do with our monthly jazz series is we pop up at different locations around the city. So that's a show that's grown immensely. It's uh, four visual, no, one visual artist and then four musicians paired. And we go to different spots around the city of Chicago. So in February, we're going to be at the Sony Arts Bank. We're working on Civil so House cool. for, um, for March and just different sides of town. And I kind of cater the show to the specific area that it's into. And we're kind of building and meeting new people and stuff like that. So we were in Logan Square, like lit some candles. It was a black girl magic show so all the performers mm-hmm. were black women and we shot these really great portraits and stuff like that and um, we were at La Katrina Cafe and at the end of the month it was around the holidays we did a vendor market and we had Lester Ray come out and perform congas and some people that I met in Pilsen and stuff so yeah it was really beautiful like kind of doing these different stuff so yeah so I think it's amazing that you are activating and spearheading all these different types of events um, 
What advice would you give for any, like, you know, younger or aspiring event producers, content producers who, like, because I know throwing an event, it's, <laughs> maybe people think it looks easy. No, it's not. It's like, not. there's an art to it. So, yeah. like, what are some learnings that you have gained from doing this many events successfully, and not just one type of event, but many types of events? I think that one of my main focuses and goals of uh, 2017 was to build a team. Because I've been doing a lot of the stuff, like, the first year in Chicago was doing a lot of the stuff on my own. Like, just making connections and, like, people organically helping out. And definitely ask for help, because that's important. Yes. I'm really, really bad at that. Um, but you have people around you who support you and who care about you and want to see you succeed as well. So, um, teamwork and, like, building the camaraderie within the community and having people feel like they're a part or something I think is important too so our team is definitely growing and collaboration is really important don't be afraid to do that as well yes. don't be afraid to like let go of the reins of like your ideas be open minded and inflexible I think because um, shit happens sometimes and you kind of just got to roll with the punches definitely oh yeah you know? absolutely <laughs> yeah um, are you looking for more collaborators or contributors yeah, like in terms of helping you yeah right now I'm really looking for writers I've got a lot of people who shoot I've got a lot of people who want to do video and like concert mm -hmm. stuff but I really want to incorporate more writers to the site as well because it adds different voices it's not just my voice it also broadens the reach that we can get to as well like to spread the information about these artists and stuff like that so I'm looking for artists not only from Chicago and writers from this area but also from around so shoot me a message if you want to learn about events I think jump on in and just help out with one that sounds it's like an incredible really, really opportunity yeah. especially, especially with the new space too so we've got something every weekend I'm definitely going to need hands on deck for sure yeah absolutely I'm glad we can help broadcast that message here um, how can people reach you if they want to contribute if they want to produce an event if they want to pitch a story like what's the best way to contact yeah you? hit me up on um at amfm life on instagram twitter or facebook or shoot me an email all my contact information is on the web so you can definitely find me amfm mag or amfm life yeah. right on cool. and i feel like we've talked about a lot of great things you have coming up but like is there anything we haven't touched on that's on deck for you in 2017? Like, yeah, what's ahead? Yeah, I'm um, doing a show I'm really, really excited about. It's our next AMFM show at the AMFM spot. That's specifically ours. Um, we're doing Kale's birthday party. DJ Oreo is going to be spinning. We've got oh, FemDot, yeah. uh, Solo the Dweeb, UG Baby. It's going to be like a pretty big, like really fun rap show. So I'm super stoked about it. I'm working on a really, really large project for this summer. And um, I don't want to give away too much, but it's sure. definitely trying to give a plat the biggest platform to the artists in the city uh, that we can give on my record and bringing people together so it's a lot of people that are doing similar things coming together to do something really large for, for the artists and the people so stay I tuned for it. that for sure yeah well that's amazing and I love how you're putting on for the arts and the culture in this city and I think it's remarkable that you've only been in Chicago three years yeah. and like you've, <laughs> you've really I think major mark and you're and I think you're doing very admirable work in terms of like supporting culture and art so thank you I'm so glad we got to check in yeah. I'm so glad that like you know, that we've crossed paths and then I got to ask you about it. Like, no, thank you. Thank you so much. We're super excited to take this message afar too. We're going to be doing some traveling in 2017, trying to do the pop-ups elsewhere. We've got one in Atlanta coming up on April That's Fool's so Day. That's so cool. So yeah, talk team based on like Portland and Philly, just trying to put on for those artists as well too. I'm also listening to SoundCloud every day, trying to discover artists from all over so we can give them the space to be seen. So 
for sure. Thank That's you so dope, much man. for uh, allowing me this platform. So yeah, thank yeah. you, Sierra McKissick. Uh, AMFM. What's the website? www.amfm-mag.com. AMFM. Yeah. We got tons of Q and A's, so check them out. If you like artists and want to pick their brains through my brain, then check them out for sure. <laughs> yeah, and the events are listed there as yeah, well. Yeah, the events are listed there as well. So. Right on. Awesome. Um, I'm in Pilsen. Please keep me updated with what you have going yeah, on. We'll bring you back the on the spot, podcast. Man. Like, let's make it happen. So. Thank you for starting the conversation tonight. I can't wait to see what you have cooking up in 2017. Yeah, thank you so much, man. Definitely appreciate it. Keep doing the work you're doing, too. I come to a lot of your talks like about branding. I know, yeah, stuff, you've so been there. Yeah, definitely. Hugely appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, support. Awesome. Awesome, thank, thank you. you. You've been listening to a production of Dynasty Podcast. Find more Dynasty Podcasts at DynastyPodcast.com. For the Dynamic Dynasty, Dynasty Descend.